Yo, 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 yo. She don't want my love. I guess I gotta move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We live. Oh, we live, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Back to another episode of the Man to Man Pod. Might change that, Man to Man. Might change it to something else. But the Man to Man Pod, I'm one half of the show. Darius Butler got my co-host Antoine, but they he'll be joining us shortly. Um, in a few minutes here, he's getting together, man. We back at it, man. Another Monday, another great Monday. What are we? About three good Mondays away from our real first overreaction Monday. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. On uh, last week, went back to Indy. Um, felt like home, you know, Florida's always home, but Indy, you know, that's where I, I got drafted by the Patriots, played there a couple years, played a year at Carolina. Um, but, um, you know, Indy, that that's my football home. And, uh, they did, they had a, a amazing hospitality, went to training camp, was out there with the Pat McAfee show, my guy, Pat and the boys, um, just saw everybody got a chance to catch up with everybody. Um, it was awesome, man. It was awesome seeing them uh, joint practice with the Lions. Obviously, the whole NFL films and hard knocks. Um, HBO was out there. Got a chance to catch up with some of my guys from the Lions. My guy, Shep, uh, Kelvin Shepard on the Lions coaching staff. It was just an awesome experience overall. Uh, did the last part from the show. If you guys didn't check out Thursday's show, um, I did it from uh, Pat, Pat McAfee's studio and uh, then went on his show. But, um, it's going to be a fun day, fun Monday. What do we have to talk about today? Tom Brady, of course. He's back. He's back to work. And also some other news of where he could have potentially been working uh, if Dana White had his way. And Dana White and UFC, they put on a great weekend as well. The um, champ went down. In, in in dramatic fashion, I guess to say the least. Uh, great fight, uh, great great weekend as far as UFC goes. Um, it's also race week. It's also race week, so I know, I know y'all knew I was gonna at least mention that. I'll get more to that probably Thursday as it gets closer to this weekend. Uh, with F one coming back to Spa, their summer break is coming to an end. Man, I'm gonna be excited. Uh this this fall, you know, once. So obviously I get my F1 back this weekend, and that's gonna go right into the NFL season. And I can't wait. I can't wait for this year, man. A lot of a lot of a lot of big things coming. Um my co-host should be coming on the other side of the intro. What else we got? Uh what else we t- what else? What else? What else? I'm talking about some quarterbacks, NFC East. AFC East quarterbacks. We're going to talk about the cut block heard around the world. Thaddeus Moss cut block on uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Was it a dirty play? Was it just football? Uh, I'll be interested to get AB's take on that. I obviously have my opinion on it. We've been talking back and forth, back and forth on, on, on Twitter. Um with players, a lot of players are on both sides of it. A lot of talking heads are on both sides of it. A lot of fans are on both sides of it. Um, so it'll be it'll be fun. But um, more than that, 
And more importantly to all of that, should I say, there's some questions, some insights, some comments, some concerns from the listeners. Appreciate y'all for rocking with us thus far. Um, as you can see, or you can't see yet, you'll be able to see once AB gets in here. The blue wire tag isn't there anymore. So we're podcast free agents. Um, got some special things cooking up. But uh appreciate y'all, man. Um, I'm gonna run this. I'm gonna run this intro. Oh, top 100 too. I think uh, we got 50 to 21. So only the top 20 remaining. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> some news about my, I don't have too many NBA teams, but my 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 biggest, the most important NBA team, uh, my Heat. We made an important signing um, this weekend as well. Uh, so we'll talk about that, man. Um, and shit, whatever else y'all want to talk about, man. Appreciate y'all once again. It's the man, the man, pop. See y'all on the other side. Yo, yo, I'm thinking uh, before my guy jumps in here, obviously, 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 I want AB's input on all of this stuff. I'm trying to think about what I can jump into. I'll talk a little F1 before AB get back. How about that? Just a little bit. Just a little bit before we get into the football stuff. As soon as AB jump in, I promise you're going to jump into the football stuff. Uh, but like I said, F1 is coming back this weekend. They had their few weeks off. Um, Red Bulls running away with the championship, Max Verstappen, the team, the car, everything's happening exactly how Red Bull want everything to be happening. Ferrari, they have the best car on the grid, in my opinion, pretty good drivers, um, terrible management. So shit's not going there where they're second in the championship. I want to say they're maybe 80 points behind. So real long shots and Mercedes third. Um, but I can't wait to see uh, how this second half of this season unfolds. Um, I expect a lot more drama. Um, but it'll be fun. It's going to be exciting. Like I said, I'm learning more and more these last few weeks. I got the chance to learn more and more, jump into some spaces, did some different things. And there's my guy. What it do? What it do? My baby. guy, A.V. What's happening? What's good? What's good? Ain't none, ain't much, ain't much. I was trying to get my F1 talk out of the way before you before you jumped in here. We jumped into uh some football stuff. Uh I keep seeing a few people talk about the hoodie. Shout out Langston. Um uh, I to America. Uh I forget where I bought it from. I've had it for a while now. But uh that's tough. Damn, I forgot. But uh yeah, shout out Langston. Legend. But um, yeah, the F1A, hey, so I'm I'm working. I'm working. My goal is by the end of this season, I'm going to try to get – I know it's going to be harder during the football season. I'm still trying to get my guy, A, B, into this stuff, man. If you ain't – quick stop. Hey, 
F1 podcast. I did a pod with them, some dope, dope, dope creators over there in London. Um, they they put together a dope edit as well, kind of comparing some NFL teams to the F1 teams. Uh, but check it out, man. It's, it's some good stuff. No, nah, nah, I, I I checked it out. You know, I you know, I'll be tapping in when I when my guy be up on some stuff. I'm tapping in all the time. Um, you know, uh, it's gonna be a, 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 a slow journey, a slow journey for me in this F1. So, you know, you be up early too, bro. Huh? You be up early. I know yeah. you're an early riser. So, like on Sunday mornings, you know, at first Sunday afternoon when it come around, we won't get games till one. The Grand Prix usually is nine to eleven in the morning. So just have it on in the background, man. It they, just they 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 gonna have to do something to kind of get me really in. Cause I like I be joking with you about you know <laughs> once they start, you know whoever start first, second, or third, typically they gonna finish first, second, third. You know you might have a little shake up here and there for the most part. Um, but uh, you know you 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 keep you keep pushing me, man. So you know I I might eventually break and. You know, we might be able to have some real F1 conversations here on the pod. I hope so, man. I hope so. It'll, it, it, it'll continue to grow in, in the chat. I'm sure it will. But um, how was your weekend, man? How was, how, was, how was the weekend for you? Man, weekend was good, man. Weekend was good. Um, eventful weekend, man. You know, um, so I can't complain at all. Looking forward to this this weekend, man, going down to the A, the MEAC and SWAC Challenge. Um, okay. Howard University versus Alabama State, man. So that's going to be a good time. But weekend was good, man. How about yours? Good, good, good as well, man. Um, actually, some exciting news for the family. My uh, my sister, she got us on my sister. She's been acting for, for some years now. Yeah. Um, She got her first lead role on a, in a movie coming out on BET. And um, so, she up, so she's up in uh, she's up in another state shooting that right now and even more exciting um which makes it even even better she got my mom a role in the movie as well so my mom will be a part of the movie sister got her first lead gig um so it's gonna be dope man so some dope family news um on this end so it's been an exciting weekend it's been uh it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good year man good year no doubt. Um, your sister, what, what were some other things she played in? I think um, because I know you had posted some uh one time before mm-hmm. and she uh she had a role. So what other um yes movies she's um she's been in so far? So my sister uh Brianna Butler, she's uh she, like I said, been acting for a while. She's also acting coach and gets people kind of their reads and booking with Bree. She has a business as well and she helps pe- other actors and actresses get on. But she's been in uh the game. She was on the reboot of the game. Okay. Um, she's been in Atlanta. She's been in Walking Dead. Um, some Lifetime movies. She she's been doing her thing. I'm proud of her, man. She's been grinding. She's always been a grinder. Been really focused. Really hard work. She was a um to the chili in high school. She actually cheered for the Dolphins. Cheered for the Florida Panthers. Che- danced for the Miami Heat. So she once she put her mind to something, she get out there and get busy. Cool. So proud of her, man. Okay. Pr- proud of little sis. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I didn't. We, I didn't even intend to talk about this on here, but uh, I posted something on my IG story about uh, Idris Elba because he got a new a new movie out. Uh, I think it's called The Beast. Yeah. And um, and his daughter, his daughter auditioned for the role actually to be his daughter in the movie. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the role, and she was upset with him. They didn't speak for. He said she didn't speak to him for three weeks. Yeah. Because she didn't get a role as a father. Yep. 
How do you feel about that? You feel like he should have made it like, all right, you got to earn this or ah, I'm going to look out. I, I for the long haul, man, you got to earn it. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely get what people would say, you know, well, that's your daughter, like, you know, help put her on, help get her on. But I just think in the long run, it would benefit her in the business. You know what I mean? Because I feel, you know, she she may, if he would have just given her the role, it would have been yeah. some, I just think some, some people looking at that negatively saying, oh, he just gave her the role. People could look, you know, look at her sideways. I definitely think he did the right, the right thing, man. Uh, make her work for. I think she will appreciate it later on down the road. Yeah. Once you know, once she kind of under, understands and sees where her pops was coming from. Obviously, he's a decorated actor, a, a very good actor, so he knows um, what's best for her going down that road in that line of business. So I think he did the right, the right, the right thing. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, and I know that playing devil, devil's advocate, and the other side of that is. You know, a lot of people get put on or get put in positions, you know, from, you know, nepotism or just knowing the right people or been in the right rooms, you know, been in the right country club, whatever it may be. So a lot of people are like, hey, man, it's how everybody else do it. Just put it in a position. But like you said, in the long haul, make her earn it. And then yeah. at the same time, it's, it's, it's a movie. Like, it's show business. Like, so if, if the chemistry off or if the acting or whatever it is, I don't want to take that to the big screen. I haven't seen the movie yet. I plan on seeing it uh, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you 110. percent That could be a difficult position to be in yeah. as a parent. For sure. For sure. Because <laughs> sure. uh, three weeks, I know he was he was going through it. Baby girl, they talking to him. <laughs> hey, but uh, I'm gonna check the movie you, out. You, you got daughters. I know I have one. Well, when they upset with you, boy, they can they can make that thing burn too. Man. Man, but um, let's get to some ball, man. Let's get to let's some ball. Get it. We want to jump out the gate. Well, you want to talk about? Uh, did you get a chance? To, how much preseason did you watch this week? I watched a little bit. You know, okay. here, man. I'm um, you know, I'm ready for this regular season, man. Facts. I'm ready for this regular season to pop off. Um, but I watched a little bit of the um, the week two preseason. Not much. Um, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of talk. You know, the Giants game last night. You know, the young rook getting injured, but yeah. What was your takes from this weekend, from these preseason games? Uh, like uh, watching it sparingly. Um, uh, you know, it's a lot of a lot of teams. I feel like are doing those joint practices, and I feel like a lot of them feel like they're getting that work in those practices, so they're not yeah. playing a lot of guys in the preseason. Um, and I know how I am. If I do watch something, I can't not overreact to the shit. So I, I'll rather just ah uh, watch some highlights. I watch some other things. I see a yeah. guy, Kenny Pickett, has been playing well. Um, some other standouts, the returner, young returner from Dallas, took man, two love, of them things back to career. And I love that story because I was watching him. Um, I think he might have got the offensive. Did he get offensive player of the year in the USFL? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So even a few games this year, I was um I was able to catch him and he flashed on film. And you mm-hmm. know, he was one of the people I'm like, man, I hope he really gets a, a opportunity um or a shot on a on a on a team in camp, man. And he's Making the best of his opportunity, man, and he he looks like he he might make that team. Make that hey, ain't no might. My dog on that team, Deuce is on the mind. I saw him. Yeah. I think I want to say he came out in the second half. Had a sunflower seeds, bucket hat <laughs> on. I got money, baby. Hey, y'all boys, good. Y'all boys, straight out there. So I'm like you said, I'm happy for him. Uh, he's actually the the header on the NFL Twitter profile right now, which has thirty point seven million followers. Um, and they have, they have on there, don't kick to Cavante Turpin. 
that's his name, Cavante yeah. Turpin. Little dude, I'm sure he's been counted out, um, you know, numerous times in his in his football career. So love to see it, man. Like we said um, before, like a lot of people always talk, oh, preseason ain't this and ain't that. And as a viewer, as people that played the game for a long time, it may not be that engaging for us. But we know his guys out there, you know, fighting for their for their NFL future and for their yeah, NFL career. Yeah. yeah, so love to see um stories like this come out of the um come out of the preseason. And then and even to that fact, you know, we talk about the USFL and you know the type of product that they had that they produce. I just think this is a good story for the USFL too. You know, guys being able to okay, maybe you don't get that um that jump right to the league. Maybe you might get you have to go a different route. So for 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 us to be able to just see this story, man, and um, I just hope you know other guys can you know go that route and get their opportunity too. Yeah, man, love absolutely love to see it. Um, got a question here. We talk about the preseason. Uh, Thaddeus Moss, NFL legend, Randy Moss's son, uh, made a cut block on Kavon Thibodeau, top five pick for the Giants this year. Yeah, and with all the back and forth on on Twitter. It's kind of the cut block heard around the world at this point in preseason. So Mitch Fish just asked the question. Hey, DB, I saw your tweet on the Thibodeau block. Is it possible to be both legal and dirty? Now, this is, I guess, more of a question for you, AB, too. Um, obviously, I got my opinion on it, but you've probably dealt with these exact blocks multiple times, being in safety, being down in that back, setting yeah. the edge. What's your uh, thoughts? And, and we can play um, – we can run a video of it too. Yeah, run the video for it. Run the video so if somebody hasn't seen it. Now it's obviously looking nasty in his leg, but I think it ended up being an MCL. We saw him walking out um, fine, yeah. no limp after the game, which is great news. You know, don't want anybody getting hurt, especially not in preseason games. But what's your takeaways on this uh on this block? Yeah, man, I don't think it's a dirty um a dirty block. I mean, cut block is it's part of the game um numerous amount of um coaches they teach that and as players we're taught to you gotta i think Thibodeau he did a poor job of um playing that block you know we always are taught to see the block i think he did see the block but his hand placement um was 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 bad you know so obviously when you look at it the finish product or how he got ran up on uh how most you know took his knee out he yeah. looked bad but this is that's part of the game you know what i mean so he's it might be harsh to say but he's going to learn from that you know Big so facts. in the future when um when he's taking on these blocks you know it, th that would definitely be teaching tape but i don't think it was a dirty play um it was ball um and even so with most i just feel like maybe he it looks like he, he might have it, it was it was it, it was it was crazy just because of how he's trying to come in and make that block. It looks like yeah. he's gonna make that contact, but you know, unfortunate play. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's dirty at all, man. You know, it's just one of them unfortunate things. I, I'm right there with you. And uh the head coach Brian Dayball was asked about it after the game, um, on if the hit on Kayvon was a dirty play. He said, Well, that's the rules. We do it as well with tight ends and fullbacks going back to the line of scrimmage. So got to do a good job of playing it. It's a tough block, but whatever the rules are, those are the rules. So once again, we know the rules, and that's a 
that's not the first time Thibodeau has seen that block. It's damn sure ain't going to be the last time. Right. So, like you said, you got to learn from it. You know, I know as a DB, we used to do drills. We always taught, you know, defeat the cut block with our hands. And I know yeah. it's different in that box because you kind of, you know, you got to set that edge. So maybe you just got to get lower than the guy. I don't know how y'all necessarily got to play that one. But I know we were always taught defeat it with our hands and get your feet kind of out of there. Obviously, you got to yeah. protect your money makers with your knees. Yeah. So I'm glad that because uh, it did look ugly. I'm glad he got out of there. Um, you know, I think I think it came out his MCL, but learning process always. It is, it is, it is. Um, that's gonna be teach tape. Absolutely, absolutely. We got um some new. I saw somebody mentioned in the chat. Uh, came out Jay Glazer doing the Ravens Cardinals preseason game. Lamar Jackson allegedly was offered more guaranteed money than Kyler, mm -hmm. but not as much as Deshaun. And it's not fully guaranteed, so that's right. the hold up with the deal. I guess breaking news. I think we could probably we probably both assume that was the case at this point already. Um, any takeaways from that? Any surprises? Um, nah, no surprises. I'm I'm surprised they not um paying him the bread. I mean, Deshaun Watson kind of and Cleveland Browns they they set the table. You know what I mean? And as far as as Lamar, Change I would game. do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the money, the money's right, but you know, I, I need mine's fully guaranteed, especially when you see Deshaun Watson, what he's been going through as far as you know, off the field. Um, you talk about Lamar, uh, Lamar, um, you know, former MVP, what he's been able to do on the field, man. Yeah, I would, I would do the same thing, Lamar. I need mine's, I need everything guaranteed. Yeah, I need I need that fully fully guaranteed, and I, I've been saying it uh, for a couple of weeks now. Maybe the Ravens just aren't ready to put that two thirty plus fully guaranteed up there. So shit, you know, if I'm Lamar, all right, that's cool. Give me four for two hundred fully. <laughs> so yeah. now I'm making fifty a year. I'm the highest paid annually in the league, and I got two hundred fully guaranteed, and I'm back at the table before I'm thirty. So um, if y'all don't want to put the two thirty, cause obviously i mean it goes without saying that he was gonna get more than um than Kyler. I, I feel like and then as far as deshaun watson deshaun ain't played in two years he's gonna be suspended for 12, 11. i mean it, it, that's the guy in my same division too so it, it, that's that's you know that's not even a, a debate at this point pay that man he's obviously earned it um i think he landed uh 36 even being banged up and not having a great year last year on the top yeah. 100 list um, but yeah, I feel like that's a uh, it should be an easy decision for the Ravens and, and, and Snoop. You know, Snoop Huntley continues to have a great preseason. He played very well uh, last season in relief of Lamar Jackson. And I've been seeing kind of people put, hey, I want to just pay Snoop and, and go forward with him. And that's like, different. <laughs> co that's completely different. Different. <laughs> different beast. It's a different monster. So obviously, we talk about negotiation negotiation talks, right? So it's. Yep both sides are negotiating do you think it'll come a time where um baltimore folds or do you think they stand firm on you know well we can't pay you this this fully guarantee you know even though you know it's it's more than college do you think they they fold or do uh -huh. you and, and do you think lamar plays this season without extension without agreeing to it yeah extension? Yeah, I, I think I think Lamar plays. I think Baltimore know Lamar is gonna play or wants to play. Uh, he's kind of showed us up until this point that that's who he is. 
he gonna bet on himself. He gonna he gonna play the game. He loves the guys. Loves the team. Loves to play the game of football. Um, represents himself. So you know, now the agent is here saying, hey, you know, do this or do that. So this is, I think, what he's gonna do. And he's making on his fifth year. I think he's making like twenty three. So yeah. maybe Lamar feels like, all right, you know, I go out here and make this money this year, and because Lamar knows the price is only going up. You oh. know, like, they could have paid him before the college deal came out. Shit, probably before Deshaun's, honestly. But so these these numbers, Josh Allen, yeah, Josh Allen was in that same draft, so they could have did it right right around that time because uh, the numbers only gonna go up. I remember yeah. when Dak signed his deal and had whatever he got fully guaranteed. And these guys that have gotten a hundred million more dollars fully guaranteed since Dak signed his deal. So um, I think the Ravens end up folding at some point and uh, Lamar ends up winning this, uh, you know, this whole his whole contract battle. But, you know, Lamar is a big year for him, you know, yeah. um, just and it's kind of a narrative out there as well that he's struggled to stay healthy, which isn't true. He dealt with injuries last year, but outside of that, he's been uh, pretty healthy and, um, you know, he's showing he's a phenomenal young quarterback and we know how valuable those are in the national football league. So that, that narrative shouldn't change at all when it comes to uh, Lamar Jackson in, in Baltimore. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't know where these narratives be coming from, man. I don't, people just be making up just that's some crazy talking points <laughs> and they be trying to make that shit stick, man. Like, um, Lamar is a phenomenal player, like yeah. a phenomenal quarterback. And like as a defender, man, you you don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. Absolutely. Now I, I do think somebody mentioned Isaiah Likely too. Isaiah Likely is a dog. That young tight end they just drafted. They love drafting that position. Obviously, very important position in that offense. Yeah. But speaking on that offense, uh Steve Young made some uh headlines saying that um you know, he needs to be in a sophisticated passing game. And that's kind of along the same lines of what I've been saying with Lamar. Like, I feel like that system is holding him back in, in a sense. Now, he's still been a great player. He's still been an MVP. He's still won a record amount of games uh, early on his, in his career. But I, I think it's so much room for growth for that whole team if you actually put, using Steve Young words, a sophisticated passing game with – some top tier talent on the outside to help that passing game uh, with Lamar. Cause I think even as great as we've seen him as a player, his legs are always going to be there. Like you could call 40 passes a game and he can still run for 150 yards if he wants to, but having him in offense where he's consistently making these reads, having to make these, uh, having to make these throws so that when it becomes two minute or you get in the division around the playoffs and you got to beat a team that way that you're not doing something you're, you're kind of unfamiliar with. How you feel about that? Uh, those statements. Yeah. I agree, um, I agree with Steve Young. And then I also see, you know, as a coach, you know, we always talk about, you know, what, what are, what are our players good at or what are they great at? Great at what are their best assets? And we want to base it around that. So obviously we see Lamar, he's very, a very mobile, mobile, mobile quarterback. So, you know, you try to, um, you know, base it around his athleticism. Mm -hmm. But to your point, it is a lot of growth in Lamar's game. Um, and I think we, 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 we talked about it a, a number of times. It's like, you know, you get to a point of, in a season, it's like you got, it's, it's going to be some games you're going to have to, um, your office is going to have to do some some remarkable things in the playoffs or, or whatever the case may be. And the Ravens, I don't think they'll be able to go 
as far as they're capable of if that offense stays how it is. Because mm-hmm. I know you being a very <laughs> a, a, a cerebral player, mm-hmm. like when you playing when you playing a team like that, game 12, 13, 14 in the season, you typically know what you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So again, you know, if you can if they can do some things to that offense, help Lamar, um, I think we can see another tier of his game go up. I'm right there with you. Right there with you. What you want to jump to? I hope they're listening to it. <laughs> you know they listen. They tap. Um, sure, man. You know, talking about TB, we talking about quarterbacks. Um, TB expected to return to the Bucks on Monday. How was your? How what was? What was your feel on 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 all of this? You know what I'm saying? Where you know he was excused for a few days. Um, <clears throat> not sure what it was, but how 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 did you feel about that? As a and if you were a teammate, like would you feel some type of way about that? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. This is you know this is our quarterback. It's Tom Brady. Obviously, is our our leader. Um, you know if you hurt or you're dealing with some family issues or something that comes up obviously that's understanding but um a report came out today that it was uh basically a family trip i think it was at the bahamas and he did some you know some stuff he had promised his wife and some other stuff so it still is family and maybe this was something that was planned or agreed to pre coming out of retirement maybe the coaches and everybody understood this what this was um but as a teammate if i'm just in the dark and my quarterback is just gone for 12 days and he comes out and said no it's no no health issues or nothing like that uh i definitely would feel some type of way because we're trying to get ready to you know go into this that's one of the teams we talked about the teams for the super bowl of bus yeah that's definitely one of the teams and brady you know may not need that work um but you know the other guys i feel like they do and they need to be around them in the in the you know how important training camp is going into a season so I would definitely feel some type of way um, as as a teammate of his. And we talked about how players, you know, talked about IBA and say, hey, you know, we're gonna I'm gonna treat you fair, but I ain't gonna treat everybody the same. So I feel like this is this is one of those one of situations. <laughs> this is definitely one of them situations. So, uh, but I, I I would feel some type of way about it. But uh, he's back. How, how you feel about it? Nah, I'm with you, man. I definitely will feel some type of way. You know what I mean? I get it. You know, you the, the goat. But shit, when it's time to, to 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 clock in, man, it's time to clock in. So, um, now nah, I definitely will feel some type of way, especially like you said, going to on vacation in the Bahamas. We out here in this hot ass sun, yeah, ass banging. But um, but again, to your point, you just you know, BA's quote, shit, treat it fairly, but not the same. And like you said, this is definitely one of them situations, um. But I'm pretty sure he, you know, he back, he back today. I'm pretty yeah. sure, you know. It ain't like motherfuckers gonna be asking some questions. Hey, man, what? Hey, Tom, I gotta yeah. holler at you, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure, you know, the guys. It is what it is. Facts. Um, it's one of them jumps you, you take on the chin and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. So he back in the building, but uh, during the UFC fight, we'll probably talk about that a little later. But um, the Gronks. The Gronkowski brothers had a watch along, and during the watch along, um, some more Tom tampering news, I guess, broke with Dana White telling the story. Gronk kind of led him into telling it, but uh, 
basically Dana saying he had brokered a deal to have Tom be a Las Vegas Raider and have Gronk joining as well. But Gruden nixed the deal kind of last minute. And um, if you remember when he appeared on Braun's show, the shop, now it kind of you can kind of put those pieces together that together. that's who you know that mf or he was talking about it was Derek carr i would assume at least yeah. um out there with the raiders so uh, <laughs> first of all what, what's your thoughts on that man are you surprised at this level of tampering no or, all this, or that dana had that power to even broker that type of any of this surprise you so i'm surprised about that like as far as Dana White having that power, as far as being able to be that close to brokering um, that deal. But as we all know, money talks. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, <clears throat> but as far as tampering, we we, we already know uh, how much. Well, for the folks that don't know, it's a lot of tampering that goes on behind closed yeah. doors, behind the scenes, or whatever the case may yeah. be. I'm, I'm extremely um, surprised that, you know, Dana White was able to, you know, set this deal up. And obviously, Gruden, he he fumbled. I don't know what he was thinking about, but. Gruden, and you you heard that he he calls, he was calling all the shots out there. So I guess this is, this is, this clarifies that as well. But what, the, I don't know what, what he, what he could have been thinking, but uh, I guess what could have been. Uh, yeah. Brady out out of Raiders. I do. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, I don't. Honestly, I think he went to the, the, the perfect right spot. Yeah, I think he went to the perfect situation. That defense that they already had pieced together, the weapons that they had on the outside. Um, Ba left, which uh, having Todd Bowles on the other side because that defense, you know, somewhat carried them through the early part of the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, so I think he went to the perfect spot. I think it all worked out for him. You know, I guess he got some good fortune, but uh, definitely was uh, some 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 surprising news to me. I, I I wasn't aware that all this tampering is going on, but I guess it's kind of I guess it's kind of how the game is played. Dana, I guess Dana, you know, he's a he got a lot of bread. He sits and probably. In the in the in the club with uh with Mark Davis chopping it up. Hey, so you know my guy. But yeah, and put him on the phone, FaceTime real quick. So yeah. I shit, I guess we shouldn't be that shot. If we, if we was up there running teams and doing this, this, this is how we'll it's probably oh, yeah. how we'll be moving too. Nah, yeah. Hey yo, D Buck, come through, man. Let's have, let's have a drink. And you know, we definitely gonna have them conversations. So for sure, like so you know that, that but that's how that's how business get done anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's how business get done. So again, I am surprised it was it was Dana, but to your point, you know, he's he's in the he's in the note. So he's in those crowds. So them conversation conversation definitely happen. Yeah, man. When shit when does the, the coach story come out? Who was tampering? Was somebody tampering for the coach? Like did, did we at least try? Come on, Ursa. Them stories probably ain't gonna come out deep, but <laughs> <laughs> and Dana was like, and shout out to Dana too. He was like, Look, I ain't ever I ain't playing the tell this story publicly ever but Grunt, you know he was like come on and then Grunt was like yep that's exactly how it happened so that's you know, crazy ain't, ain't no debate on that end but um like i said it came out during this fight and usman Ooh, he a hell of a kick Ooh. from a yardy leon i mean that that whew. 
Hey man, you can't be mad at it, man. But it's just it's it's, it's, it's to be said to have somebody like that on your on on the sideline in the locker room, um, in those meet rooms. Somebody who's done it for Definitely a long important, time, yeah. uh, a, a, a respected, a respected voice. So, but again, man, throw him in the suit, man. <laughs> but dog in the suit, give him, give him all locker room access, man. But uh, shout out to my guy, man. Oh man, all right, what else we got, man? We got some more football. Sure, tone, um. Tone put he put in some 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 your your first and last INT. Do you remember your first? I know you do. You remember your first INT, your last INT, where you was at? Ooh, Ooh, last. I, I can't off the top of my head, I can't think of my last one, two, it had to be 2016. I can't think of my last one right now, but my first one for damn sure, rookie year. Um, it was that um that flash surprise blizzard game, we blew mm. the doors off of the Titans at home. I think Brady threw like five touchdowns in the first quarter, some crazy shit like that. that um, and it was also a, a, a very, you know, rough game for me to play. Some tragedy had struck the night before. I just woke up to the news of one of my good college friends uh, passing, um, young mm. man, uh, Jasper Howard who had passed away uh, the night before, right after playing his homecoming game. And I'd actually talked to him after the game. Um, we was kind of, you know, going back and forth about who would get their first um, interception on the season. So uh, yeah. that was, a, yeah, that was, that was, that was rough. Um, but, uh, you know, woke up, played, and got, he got the video, getting my first, ended up getting my first pick off Kerry Collins. Um, and then I remember all my guys, you know, rushing me because they knew, you know, what I was playing through and shit. So definitely uh special. Let me see if I got it. Yeah, it's a bit fast. On second and seven. Collins throw is short and it's picked off. That's Darius Butler. A third takeaway by the New England defense. Three takeaways in the last five plays against that Titans offense. So rookie has the pick. And that's so Nate. Nate, why, yeah. And if you peeped in the video, so you know, young Rook, I don't know, but get the ball, just drop, drop, just throw the ball on the ground. You ain't know what you're doing. Just throw the ball. Let me just drop this boom. Ain't nowhere to go. Ain't nowhere to do. Ain't no celebration. No, Mayweather brought the ball back to me. Says something to me, man. So yeah, special, uh, special moment. Obviously, never, never, never forget those. I remember most of my picks, but um, all my picks. Just don't remember the last one, but never gonna forget that first one. Nah. What about uh, what about yours? Sure, out sure. We was um at Foxborough. You know, my first pick um off of Brady in the end zone. Oh, Brady? Brady in the end zone. Well, let me see. Oh, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Heck is that Ben Watson coming from? Maroney back in. So we're seeing Maroney. We're seeing Dylan. We're seeing a play fake. Great shoulder move there by Brady to buy time. He goes deep, and it's intercepted in the end zone. It's picked off by Bethea, and the rookie's going to run out of the end zone. 
and he's going to get away with it. Now he's looking to lateral the ball, and Dungy's heart is no doubt in his throat, but he takes it back out to the 31-yard line. So Bethea, in a situation where you almost never see the defensive back come out of the end zone that deep in the end zone, but he does, and he gives Indy the ball at the 31-yard line when we come back. Okay, high point with that man. He get it. Came out the puck got off the head. Yeah. His turn skills. I let you. Let me let you talk about. I get to that later. Hey, hey, return skills, man. Sure, that was that was like a, a fifty yard return. He came out of the end zone too, so you had confidence in your wheels. Shit, that's it. If I was out there with you, I'd, hey, stay down. Take a knee. Take a knee. Take a knee. Yeah, I'm gonna get out. Get out of here, bro. Go get a block. <laughs> Go get a block. But uh, you you ne never forget those, man. That was uh, obviously big time play. I wonder if that was before or after Kerry came and stole that money from y'all. That had to be before. That was 09. Nah, that definitely was before. <laughs> when you said Kerry Collins, that, that story just went through my mind. He came out here and robbed us for four million dollars. <laughs> All right, we got to get Kerry Collins on this show, man. We got to talk about that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Shout bro. out to Kerry, man. Hey, ain't nothing hey. better than an athlete stealing. Man, he got that full wow. mail. Man, he played about four games and was like, you know what? Man, I'm good on all this shit. <laughs> man, the crazy thing about it, we uh He we had to be old as shit because he was old that, that year. Yeah, nah, we ended up playing Tennessee, obviously. Oh, um, and we in Tennessee, so after like after a few games, like he wasn't even in Indy anymore. Like mm -hmm. he was staying in Tennessee. So we go, uh, we we play in Tennessee. We're in the meet room. He come to the hotel, the team hotel. He chilling, <laughs> chopping it up. Man, we looking at Kerry Collins like, bro, you probably can't get a meal. And my man in the studio making music. He living. Living. And the indie man got that four million, played four weeks, man, and was like, you know, I got a concussion, man. I'm out of here. Hey, man. Love to see it, man. Uh, Y'all probably that, didn't that year, but uh, shout out to Kerry, man. We got to get him on the show. What, what he played? The uh, ukulele, guitar, bass? Say it again? What, what, what instrument Kerry played? I think it was a guitar. Okay. I think it was a guitar. <laughs> All right, man, yeah, NFL might strike this and down, too. We play a lot of NFL videos just now. Yeah, just about that. yeah like, we got the film rights, man. Right, so you rep, you repping the brand. So man, you might show <laughs> some love. Hey, let us rock, Phil. Let us rock, man. Might show us some love. So since, you don't, since you don't remember, we're going to try it out anyway. Since you don't remember your last one. um, Oh, shit, that was my last one. Here you go. Never in a huddle. They didn't even have a playbook at Baylor. But after this interception, I'm going to get a good look at I mean, that, that was one of my best games. Um, I did give up a touchdown, but I had a pick, had um like I had a P couple big PBU. That was that was a, that was a Monday night we blew to beat the shit out of the uh Jets on yes. Monday night. Yeah. We went through probably two, three quarterbacks. But yeah, so that play is funny. I didn't even get the call. I got the call like Right before the snap, I thought we was in cover three. You can see me saying down left, down left. My Adams yelling at me like, nah, nah, we're in quarters, we're in quarters. Like right at the end. And then uh, so I, I probably messed up the look for Fitz and he right in the lane, throwing the B Marshall. Definitely remember that. I didn't I didn't know that was my last pick. 
But yeah, let me see. Let's see yours, man. We can all go all in. We're gonna get this shit took down. Fuck it. Hey, might as well. Let me see. Let me see your Let's see. Yeah. It was in them. Them icy okay. white. Hey. Oh, that's tough. That's a madden shit right there. Hey, Jeez. this was this was the first. This was the opening Ooh. opening drive. It's all white. That all it's all white is clean. <laughs> hey, that's tough. I know that was like, what the fuck? Oh shit, that don't move some shit. You said that was your first that was the first drive? Yeah. Of the season? The nah, that was um no, nah, that was like uh that was in December, I think. But it was oh, okay. the opening opening drive of that game. Yeah, them all, them all whites. Oh, excuse me, them all whites was tough. Yeah. Hey, that's hey, that's the goal, man. What you you know? Say, AB looking square. Get, get in the zone. We try to get that paint by all means. Oh man, because you you never know. And those are our last ones. You never know when it's gonna be your last one, man. So uh, you got to make the best of it, man. But um. Speaking of making the best of it, who will bake the best of this season that no one expects to right now? Who's going to be, according to A.B., who's going to be this season's Bengals or come out of nowhere? Come out of nowhere, man. Potentially represent their conference. In the bowl? In the bowl. Ah, That's tough. Um, Wish we had some odds, FanDuel yeah. odds up here. It's tough. To represent their conference in the Super Bowl. In the, in the bowl, just going on a, on a magical run. I'm going to go to Jags. All right, speak. speak. Tell us why. Um, I kind of been, you know, the Jags been my, even though they in the AFC South, and I would hate to see it, mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, Again, we we're talking about a magical run. Um, we're talking about a lot of moves that they made to bring, you know, um, some 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 talent around Trevor Lawrence. So I think typically, for the most part, you make your biggest jumps from year one to year two. So it's yep. a, big, a big a big jump for for Trevor. You know, got some some pieces around him. Got one of his college, you know. Um, teammates back from from injury you know hopefully he can make a big difference travis um on the offensive side of the etn yep and then um on defense you know they you know got a decent decent squad i think it's 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 just definitely a stretch that's that was the point that's the point here this is a big stretch so i don't want y'all going out here and say oh man ab said the jags going to the super bowl (laughs) You know what I mean? This is definitely a stress. But if I had to pick a team right now, and I kind of been talking about the Jags, feel as though they're going to have a a, a, a sleepy, uh, a sneaky good season, um, I, I'll say the Jags right now. That's, that, I mean, that's my pick. That's a good one. Like you said, a lot of similarities. You know, they got they got talent. And got talent, talent is, you know, almost never the question in the NFL. They got the talent. New coach, uh, but Super Bowl winning coach. Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick the year before, just like Burrow was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the year before they went on that run. So it's crazy, as it's supposed to be. <laughs> but hey, if it happens though, A B called it here first. Hey, 
You heard it. Give me yours. Who's your sleeper? All right, I can't even follow up with that one, man. That, that was the... <laughs> hey, that's the perfect one right there. That's the perfect answer for this question. I can't literally. I can't even think of one. But uh, we would we, we can stick the uh, quarterbacks to go to a couple of divisions: AFC and NFC East. A lot of. A lot of pressure on these different quarterbacks in both of these divisions for different reasons. Starting in the NFC East, got the Cowboys with Dak. Yep. Carson Wentz with the Commanders. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. And then your guy, Danny Dimes, with the New York Giants. So out of those four quarterbacks, who's under the most pressure? Now, that's that's tough. Who's all under they, the most all pressure? They has under pressure. All of them. All of them under pressure. Dak, he's under pressure. Just because you know he's getting paid all this money, it's the Dallas Cowboys, and really haven't taken him anywhere. Um, you look at Jalen Hurts, you know, I think we talked about it a number of times. I think this is the year for him. Like, uh, as crazy as it sounds, early in his career, but it's kind of a, a make or break season for him in Philly. You know, they mm -hmm. bring um, in all of this talent around him, so you know, they could so Philly can make that push. To, to 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 the Super Bowl and, and really coming out of the NFC East. You look, you talk about Daniel Jones in New York. You know, they didn't they didn't pick up his fifth year option. Like, okay, so what are we gonna do? Daniel Jones, you have to let you have to show us that you are the quarterback um for the New York Giants. And then the Washington, you know, commanders, Carson Wentz. This might be your last chance of being a starter quarterback. Yeah. You know, in this league, you know, um, so I think every quarterback in this division has some pressure on them. You know what I mean? So yep. the way you want to put that on the scale as far as who has the most. I don't know, but I can say from from all four of these quarterbacks, they all have pressure. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we picked these these two. Uh, division specifically, but I'm gonna go with um shit. You made some great points. Obviously, Daniel Jones is in that New York market. He's been under pressure for day one. Um, hurts. I mean, I, Dak. He playing in Dallas. I see the face of the, the biggest brand in the world when it comes to football. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dak. I'm gonna go Dak because. Uh, you gotta feel that he, that Philly has closed that gap in this division because I yep. feel like for the Cowboys, it, they come into that season, they look around that locker room and say, "All right, we handle business. We should win this division. They, like we should win this division. We're gonna get the playoffs, and then what we do from then on." Uh, but obviously, you know, the Cowboys, they and is it? You know, you talk about them on an A block of every NFL show. Um, it's the Cowboys. Forbes just put out the most valued. Uh, you know, sports franchise, NFL franchises in the world. You're the face of that franchise. Once again, what's going on in your division? Philly. Everybody been talking about Philly. A lot of people are jumping on this bandwagon. It's a lot of pressure for Jalen Hurts to perform too. But everybody expects Dallas to still be top dog in this division. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with that out there at Dallas. And then if you go uh, to this AFC, kind of – Kind of similar, I guess. Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Everybody's having that's the Super Bowl favorite right now in the entire NFL in the stacked AFC. Josh Allen coming off a phenomenal season. Tua, ton of pressure on my guy Tua down in Miami. Yep. 
Mac Jones, he's going into his second year with uh, play callers that never called plays in the NFL before, and this is his yeah. second season. He's followed up the legend, the GOAT, Tom Brady, on uh, the field of those shoes. And then, um, you know, another quarterback in New York again, Zach Wilson, once he comes back from his injury, which everything is going to be under the microscope, we need a quarterback for the New York Jets. Yeah. So um, if I had to pick one in this, I mean, damn. This one, this one, damn, they're just as tough. I'm gonna go with Tua though. Tua, you got Herbert, you got uh, Burrow. Both of those guys are are doing unbelievable, and their their starts. It's been a lot of question marks around him for years now. Is Deshaun gonna come there? Are we gonna draft uh, Justin Fields? Going back and forth with Fitzpatrick. Now we got weapons. We got weapons on the outside. We shored up the O line. We got a new head coach. Who every, everybody's believing you, Tyreek Hill hyping you up every chance he get. The ball's in your court, Tua. I'm rooting for you. It's Tua time, so I'm gonna say Tua Tungavaloa has the most pressure at the quarterback position in the AFC East. Uh, what say you, man? I, I he does have pressure, uh, but I'm gonna go Josh Allen. And the reason why I'm gonna go Josh Allen, we we kind of talked about it. It's, it's Super Bowl or bust, definitely for for definitely. the definitely. That's everybody in that building, the players, the coaches, front office, um, the fans. Like, if we don't win the Super Bowl, it's a bust. Um, I feel like they – I know they probably feel last year they should have been in the bowl. So I would say, you know, I feel as though Josh Allen, he's at a point in his career where he can handle this pressure. But I think he has the most pressure because he's he has to lead his team to the bowl. And, yeah. he, and they got to win. Not, not just getting there, but – you know, they need to be hosting that Lombardi trophy. So in my eyes, I would say Josh Allen just because of he's good, his team is good, and if they don't make the Super Bowl, it's a bust for them. Yeah, Tua, Tua may make a run. They get in the playoffs and win a game. We good. Tua's yeah. our guy. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson, just win six. Win six, win seven. Mac Jones, you know, the standard the standard is the standard up there in New England. So definitely uh, a significant amount of pressure up there. But like you said, it's, it's, it's Super Bowl of bust from everyone, whether you hate the Bills, whether you love them. Um, and that's a team. That's a very loyal fan base. It is. That's a fan base that done been to four Super Bowls and didn't win any of them. So, um, but Josh Allen, I'm sure he's prepared for it. He's not nah, a little no little time this preseason look look like he's still doing his thing look like he picked up right where he left off so i can't wait for this season to start man i can't it, it's a lot of storylines a lot of moving parts a lot of new faces and, and new places a lot of people in similar in the same place like josh allen patrick mahomes justin herbert burrow with all these lamar jackson all these high expectations so uh i i, I can't I, I couldn't be more excited for a season man man who you telling who you telling man so uh when the so first for week one mm -hmm. that that what's that september i believe it's september 11th i, I don't september. know why i feel like it's a game september 4th too though i believe it i believe september 11th is the kickoff for nfl though september 11th but um oh, this is the eighth Who plays the eighth? The uh, that's the Rams Bills. Yeah. Okay, so nothing on the fourth, right? Nah, nothing on the fourth. All right, so the eighth. 
Somebody said the ninth thing. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be exciting, man. This off season, it's got to be a great season after this off season. This off season was unlike anything I've ever remembered, especially in the NFL. So um, excited about this season, obviously because of my F one as well. Saw somebody mm-hmm. say something about me being on F one TV. We get on there at some point. So at some point, but um, yeah, it's gonna be a good one, man. Good one, a good one. Man, good show. Another good show. We appreciate y'all tapping in. We was up in the hundreds a day, man. Yeah, That's- appreciate y'all. Yeah, man, appreciate y'all tapping in. I'm going to be on um Jim Rome today. Oh, what time? Um, I'm going to be on there at 140. 140, Jim Rome. Tap in. That's our guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll be on there today. So, as always, man, y'all go tap in with Pat and the boys. I'll be on with Pat today at 220. Gonna pat at 220, man. So uh tune in. Appreciate y'all for tuning in this morning. Obviously, catch A B on Jim Rome. I believe that's CBS Sports. I'm at 140. And then I'll be on Pat McAfee show at 220. Yes, and sir. We'll be back here on Thursday. Same time, same place, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, we out. <laughs>